I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey everyone, on this episode, I have TK Cater. TK has founded and sold multiple companies. Most recently was Tout App that he sold to Marketo. And after he joined the Marketo team, he helped them actually sell it to Adobe for almost $5 billion. He knows what he's doing when it comes to businesses, um, but he actually came across one of the issues that most entrepreneurs and high achievers face, and he is here to teach us all about that. He has an international best-selling book on Amazon called How to Punch the Sunday Jitters in the Face, and I'm excited for him to be here today so he can teach us how to run our weeks proactively instead of reactively. Hey, TK, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. I'm super pumped to be here. I'm excited for you to be here because I think you have a lot to teach us about being actionable and being ourselves and like just creating the strategy to be a proactive, like lead a proactive life. And I'm really excited for, to hear what you have to say about that. But first I want to ask you, like, how did you get started as an entrepreneur? What's your origin story? Yeah, so I was born in Dhaka, Bangladesh, and I moved to New York with my family when I was about 10 years old, and my dad was in his 40s, and we all moved here, and he was an entrepreneur, so he started his own family business, and I started working for him at age 12, uh, unofficially. Um, so my origin story is I started out with handing out flyers in the corner of Jackson Heights, Queens, New York, and from there, I thought the, no one wanted the flyers. So I said, dad, no one wants the flyers. Let me redesign them. He's like, okay, fine, whatever. And so I started redesigning flyers. And then I kind of rose through the ranks of the family business and ran all the technical sides. And that's when I really fell in love with entrepreneurship because you learn that you can solve a lot of unique business problems by building tech. Uh, and that got me really hooked. That's how I got started. That's awesome. So from a young age, you just knew like, you knew the lifestyle of <laughs> being an entrepreneur, at least you know, the beginnings of the lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so what did that lead to next after you got that taste of, of having your own business? And Yeah, I've been fortunate enough to start and sell two startups so far in my life. Uh, and the first one started when I was in college and we started a company in a spare room in our fraternity house called, uh, it was originally called My Pimp. Um, we were a bunch of nerds. Uh, it was My Personal Information Management Portal, PIMP. And it was an online calendar. You can laugh, it's okay, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it basically was like an online calendar. And we had trouble keeping up with all the social activities and the class activities. So we just created an online website where you could track all of it. Um, we later rebranded it to HipCal. And we won an award in South by Southwest, had tens of thousands of users. We had no idea what we were doing, but it was fun. So we did it. And that was like my first true startup. That sounds awesome. 
Um, so you were able to, did you say you sold that one? Yeah, um, we started that our junior year, uh, the summer of the junior year. And then by the time senior year came around, we were like, okay, is this a thing? Or are we going to go work at IBM and GE where we all had like jobs that were lining up because we had internships there before. And lo and behold, right around the time we were graduating, we got an email from a company out in Silicon Valley. And uh, they were like, hey, we love what you're doing. We'd love to fly you out here. And we're like, okay. Uh, we flew out there and they're like, hey, we love what you're doing. We love you guys. You, we want to buy you. And so it was like either going to work at GE and IBM or going to this really cool Silicon Valley company, moving to California from upstate New York and uh, just taking the whole startup ecosystem in and just going at it. So what was the second company that you were able to launch? Uh, my second company, this came a few years later, uh, was a company called ToutApp. We made software for salespeople. And uh, I had the problem myself. I was working on some different ideas and I needed a way to promote it. And so I needed a way to personally email lots of people. And that was really hard to do back then. You had to kind of do it manually. And so I created Tout so you can type in an email address and then pick the right personalized template and then personalize it even more based on who you're emailing and then send it and track it. And it just kind of took off because it hit such a sweet spot of what people wanted. A lot like HipCal. And um, we grew it, we raised from Andreessen Horowitz, we scaled the company, and then we sold it to a market leader called Marketo uh, about five, six years later. And then, so you moved over to there, and then tell us about how you went from, from starting up two business, two successful companies, and to now what you're, what you're doing today. Yeah, well, it, it was a little bit of an accident. Um, when I sold Tout, I joined Marketo, and Marketo was going through a whole whole transformation. They were backed by Vista Private Equity. And I joined their executive team. I was like the youngest guy in there. I was no longer CEO. And a good friend told me, you know what? You need to have a creative project. Uh, that way you have full control over that. Because you're no longer CEO, you don't have full control. When you sell your business, uh, you're fortunate enough to make money, but you don't you give up other things. And... So I started this project called Unstoppable, and I just did it for myself. I, I started a YouTube channel, and I started an Instagram account, and um, I just wanted to share things I learned during my entrepreneurial journey. And you know, there are a lot of advice out there on how to start companies and scale companies, but what I found was there wasn't a lot of advice out there on how to deal with anxiety and the stress and the ups and downs and the roller coaster rides of starting and scaling a company. And so I just started to share stories about that. Uh, I picked up a set of really uh, good habits on how to manage my stress and manage my time and plan my life. Um, and so I started to codify that into Unstoppable so that if you follow that, you can become unstoppable. And, um, uh, you know, fast forward a few, uh, about two years, I spent at Marketo while I experimented with different pieces of content only for me and all of a sudden people started to like really follow us uh, on Instagram on YouTube and uh, during that time I was flying through London and flying through Sydney I was running different regions and it was crazy uh, and two years later we sold Marketo to Adobe which was an amazing exit uh, for us and I, I was like okay I started when I started my company I was 28 I'm not 35 I should, and I'm now an employee at Adobe and Adobe's an incredible company, but I'm like, I think I need to go like sit somewhere and do nothing for a little bit. And so I did that 
And for anyone that's been an entrepreneur before, they know like when they've got an idea, they just can't stop thinking about, you got to go chase it down. And so about two months ago, I started to focus on Unstoppable full time. And our whole mission is to help people accelerate their lives. So yeah, that's what you do now. You help people. Um, you specifically said that you help people that are in high pressured roles. Um, and I'm interested in, you, you mentioned that you had figured out what you were doing to deal with that yourself. Yeah. So um, what, what are some of the things that you learned from going through that experience? Yeah, I'll give you, there's like two big things that I picked up that I try to teach people in Unstoppable. Uh, the first thing as an entrepreneur, as I was going, the hardest thing for me were Sunday evenings. Uh, Sunday evenings, Monday mornings, like that whole mix uh, was like super tough for me because you go into the weekend and you like kind of force yourself to idle the engine a little bit. And to me, it felt like you were in a Ferrari and you were driving through a 20 miles per hour school zone. And it just like hit it really hard on Sunday afternoon by the time that rolled around. Because like a Ferrari, you know, that's what a lot of high achievers are. They're like, they're just like fast going. And it's good at two things. One, you just stand there and do nothing and look amazing or you go really fast. And weekends were tough for me because they're like going through this 20 miles per hour zone. It's just like super jerky. And Sunday nights were tough because this like Sunday jitters and Sunday scaries would hit me. And I didn't really know how to deal with that in a healthy way at first. And so one of the big things we teach people is this practice called Unstoppable Sunday. And I started doing this about 10 years ago and it changed my life. I started to say like our natural inclination is to jump into work and the email and go into the weeds. And that didn't work well at all. It just made me even more stressed out. Uh, my second inclination was, well, let me just, you know, go watch some Netflix. And that didn't work either because then Monday morning, I would pay the debt that I took on on a Sunday night. And so I started to do this 30-minute thing. Like, literally, it started with a Google Doc. I would just answer two questions. Uh, the first question was, where am I? And the second question it was, what do I do next? And it was just like, I, no one wants to do anything on a Sunday, but I forced myself to do answer those two questions. And basically, it helped me sort of, check in on like, all right, what's bothering me? What am I worried about? What am I excited about? What are some of the things that happened in the past week that made me happy? And based on all of that, what are like, what do I do next? What are the three things I'm going to go tackle in this coming week? Um, and that just simple practice uh, of doing that every Sunday for just 30 minutes um, changed my life. And I know like a lot of people say like, oh, this changed my life. Like really, like it actually changed my life because it forced me to not just go ahead into Monday with like no plan. It forced me to pause and reflect, check in with my feelings, which all of us have, even though we don't like to talk about it and really go in with a proactive plan for the coming week. So I really love that because I, I'm not necessarily in a high pressure role like you were. Um, I'm just the, you know, the CEO quote unquote, of my own business. And while it is like, go, go, go. Cause I'm still, you know, getting it off the ground. It seems like probably no matter what level you're at in a business, you, if you're the owner of that business, you're always going to be like, there's always things to do. There's, um, always, you know, fires to put out, um, things to manage. So like, I get what you're saying because and if, if I am understanding correctly, maybe clarify a little bit is that when you're talking about the Sunday jitters, it's, 
are you speaking about like you're dreading Monday or like you can't wait to get back into it on Monday because you're, you're going so slow, you know, you had to take that break. Which yeah. one is it? It's a great question. I think there's two things. One, um, I felt it when I was a product manager at the company that bought us uh, back, like I was fresh out of college. So it has less to do with how big of a role you have. It has more to do with you're sort of a high achiever and you want to do well and you want to do more. And you're like, it's like, am I on the right path? Is this week going to be the right thing? Am I working on the right things? Are we going to solve that problem? Like, all these things come your way on a Sunday. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, I think it, it, it varies from people to people. Some people are like, I, I want to get back in it. And they're excited. Like I get a lot of people that are like, I don't get the Sunday jitters. I'm like, are you sure? Like, what are you feeling on a Sunday? I'm like, I feel great. I'm like, what are you feeling on a Monday morning? Oh, I feel stressed. There are other people where the, the stress starts a little bit earlier. So it's less so about like, are you excited or not? It's that pit in your stomach on like, do I have a plan for the next seven days? And, and people ex experience that in different ways. In some cases, it's positive, in some cases, it's negative, but it's somewhere between Sunday afternoon to Monday morning is when that hits you. So the, the idea that you just said, like the questions you ask yourself, where am I? What do I do next? Um, and then sitting down and thinking about like what you need to do. So you do that Sunday evening for your, like you plan your whole week. That That's right. Yeah. yeah, it's a simple practice. And like, if you go to getunstoppable.com, uh, we teach you how to do this. There's literally a video of me that pumps you up and gets you ready and like it helps you through it. And it's as simple as like, all right, let's just first check in on how you're feeling, what you're doing, what went well, what didn't go well and what's bothering you. That's like step one. And then step two is given all of that, what are the three big things you want to go tackle? Because once you check in with yourself, you have a better clarity on how do you set an agenda for the coming week? And then we say, all right, now let's take a look at your calendar. If you went through your week, the way your calendar is set up, will you accomplish these three things that are important to you now? And more often than not, people are like, oh no, not really. We're like, okay, cool. Then let's reprioritize it. So you go into Monday morning with a plan, an unstoppable plan. Yeah. And I think that's probably, I mean, you said it's changed your life and I totally believe you because for, okay. And I'll, I'll be totally upfront and honest that I don't do this, <laughs> but obviously I want to start doing it because I do have those feelings of like, you know, the, the term flying by the seat of my pants. Like I have a calendar, I have a schedule, but it's day to day. Yep. And it's not like a bigger picture of my week or a little bit of my month, but yeah, you're absolutely right. And that if it, if it was like, planned on a Sunday night when you're in that low stress time, you're not in the middle of your work day trying to plan out your week. That's probably also another important thing too, huh? Yeah, absolutely. There's some crazy stats around it. LinkedIn did a survey uh, and out of that survey, 80% of people reported having some form of the Sunday jitters. Uh, they did some stats on uh, heart attacks. Uh, you're 11% more likely to have a heart attack between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. on a Monday morning. Uh, and, and so it's very real scientifically and emotionally, like the difference is, do you go into Monday with a plan and an agenda that you set for yourself for the next seven days? Or do you wake up and you're like checking Twitter and Facebook and checking the email and the customer emails or your manager sends you something and you like, start reacting to that. And then you just spiral that way for the rest of the week. Yeah. And I've heard that too. Like, you know, you, if you're 
going in and checking your email first thing, you're, you're running your business in a reactive way. Cause you're going to go and do everything that everyone else needs you to do. Not what you need to do. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. The, the choice is clear. Like you get to decide when you practice on Sapple Sunday, you kind of get to decide, do you want to go into your week in a designed way or an undesigned way? Do you want to go into your week with a, in a proactive way or, an, or a reactive way? And when I give you those choices, you're kind of like, yeah, obviously I want to design and proactive, right? <laughs> but not everyone knows how to do it. It's not that complicated. It's actually fun. Uh, and that's why I'm so passionate about it. I'm like, it's a little bit of like, wait, how come everyone doesn't do this? It's so freaking good. <laughs> like, everyone should be doing this. And that's how Unstoppable was born. And I think it's, it's sort of like the idea of it being too simple. Not that it's a negative thing, but you know, when we hear those, those simple little things that we're like, we know it's the right thing to do. That's going to help us. But we're like, but it's just such a small thing. Is it really going to help me that much? And I think maybe that's, at least for me, that's why I keep putting it off. Like, you know, like there's so many other things I could be doing, but really it's, it's those little things that you make a habit and a routine that really make the difference. But we, we just brush them aside because it's like, well, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It, it, it's kind of an interesting conundrum. Like uh, we've had nearly 8,000 people download our, our life planning guide. Uh, just as many people practice Unstoppable Sunday at least once, if not more. And uh, as human beings, I think we're stuck in a weird spot where like either have things that are like obvious and simple and you're like, ah, it's good, too good to be true. And then there's stuff that's like super complicated that people try to sell us and we get overwhelmed by it and we don't do it. And then what do we do? We just go watch Netflix and we're just stuck at the same spot. And that's like, and, and that's like a conundrum that I think millennials today, people today in general face. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you just mentioned your life planning guide. What is what is that? So something magical happens when someone does Unstoppable Sunday a couple of times. Uh, and I've done this. So uh, we have this like advanced life accelerator program where you get like you can do it on your own. It's completely free. You go to getunstoppable.com. But we have this uh, paid program where um, you get invited to this group call. And you join and there's like, like there's music blaring and there's me amping you up for the week and me helping you practice on Stopple Sunday with a group of people. And um, so when you do that a bunch of times, something magical happens. Uh, by the time you come back for the fourth time or the fifth time, this has happened to me more than once. People are like, I already did mine. I'm like, what do you mean you already did yours? We're like, I got the music going. We're going to do this. Come on, let's go. Like, no, no, I already did it. Like, I was so excited to do it. Like, okay, fine. Like, what are we, what are we doing here? It's like, listen, I want to know where I'm going over the next year. And I want to know where I'm going five years from now. Like something magical happens when you just like focus on owning the next seven days, all of a sudden you do that for a couple of weeks. It's kind of like going to the gym. You go lift the five pounds and it feels good. And then you do that a couple of weeks you're like, this five pounds is boring. It's not doing anything. Like, I'm good. Like, let's go. What, what's, you want to go for the 25 pound, right? And then you want to set a goal. Like, at some point, I want to be that person across from me that, that's been coming here for a year. And they're like lifting the 50 pound. Like, I want to be that person. So uh, that's when we created the life planning guide. Uh, it first teaches you how to own the next seven days. And then we give you tools to say, all right, let's go own your year. Like, let's just like make sure you have a proactive plan for your year. And then we teach you, all right, you got your year, you got your seven days, but where are you going? 
Like what does like amazing look like five years from now? And again, it's super simple and effortless. We ask you a set of questions that helps you clarify what your North Star is so that as you get more proactive, you constantly check in with yourself like, hey, if I live this week, am I getting closer to my North Star? And you take those three things together, seven days, 365 days, five days, boom, like you become unstoppable. And this is all in the free guide that's available at getunstoppable.com. That's yep. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Just go, go over there. And every now and then I host a live webinar where uh, I give you the details on it. Um, like I walk you through it. So you can sign up. And, uh, uh, and the other thing that we do is uh, I publish an episode every Sunday. So uh, I do like the Unstoppable Sunday group call for our, for our premium members. And then I publish a free episode every Sunday with one new idea on how to live a more proactive life. And that's on YouTube. On YouTube? Okay, yeah. cool. And it's, is it, is your YouTube channel get unstoppable as well? Yeah. You just go to getunstoppable.com slash YouTube. Then it'll take you there. Uh, and then you can go to getunstoppable.com slash Instagram. And so we have, I think we just hit 14,000 followers and we post something every day uh, to get you pumped. Um, and so you can follow that as well. Awesome. So TK, what are you, you said you just sort of started launching this stuff just two months ago, which is insane to me, like how much you have. I mean, obviously there was a lot of work leading up to it. Yeah. <laughs> In just two months, you've got good things going on. So what, what do you have your sights set on? What's next? What, what do you want to grow this into? Um, my, so I started this year. I'm like, if I can get, I set a personal goal. So I like, uh, I've been very fortunate in my career and I've used these principles over the last 10 years that got me to scale my company, sell my company, be the youngest senior vice president at, uh, at a larger company, sell that company. And so all of a sudden I'm like, all right, I need to like, I'm going to go take some time for myself. Um, I'm going to like spend some more time with family and friends and I want to give back. And so in the beginning of the year, I set a goal. I said, I'm doing this unstoppable thing. I want to set a goal. Uh, I want to set a goal. I want to help a thousand people live a more proactive life this year, 2019. And so I said, all right, what do I need to do to like accomplish that? So the, the beginning of the year started with uh, me doing a YouTube video every Sunday, uh, making sure we post something every, every day on Instagram. And then I'm like, no, and then I did the, like, the life planning guide and I'm like, we need more. And so I wrote a book. Uh, it's called how to punch the Sunday jitters in the face. Um, and so I like that, like codified everything. And it, it, like, and the more I did, I'm like, and the more people that kind of did it and like, I get text messages of screenshots of people creating their life plans. And that's like, that's freaking awesome. And so I'm like, all right, there's something here. Like, I think that if we can really make this big, this could be amazing. And so I, in the beginning, like about two months ago, when I decided to focus on Unstoppable as like my next project, my next business, I set aside on like, what would it take where we get like 10,000 people joining on that Sunday call where there's like music blaring and 10,000 people are going into Monday with a plan. And so that's my goal now. Uh, so I'm still like rounding out this year on a thousand people. And the next year I want to figure out how do we like, get 10,000 people into our movement and joining that call on that Sunday. Can you imagine like 10,000 people log into that zoom call and they're all going into Monday with a plan. And then they're like figuring out what the rest of their year looks like. And then they have a North star for themselves. Like, I think we can, I, I, I call this like tilting the axis of the planet. I think like we can actually like literally make a change in the world. 
Uh, and I get super excited about that because I've seen what it what it's already done in like a small scale. So I'm super pumped about like figuring out how to make that crazy goal work. If I can get people to have unstoppable Sundays, that's a, that's a win. And you know, the thing is like, as you mentioned, this is not complicated. Uh, it's actually simple. It, what you need is a name. When there's a name for it, you're more likely to do it. So pausing and reflecting on a Sunday sounds boring. You don't, no one wants to do anything, but unstoppable Sunday, that sounds cool. And uh, I don't think any of this is like new. Like I studied all the greats. I studied Napoleon Hill, uh, Jim Rohn, uh, Og Magdino, Earl Schaff, Tony Robbins. And they all, it's so, and all of us are teaching the same things. The only difference I bring is my energy. And it's like, look, it helped me. I got to where I am and I can now go work on any company I want. I'm going to do this. And I bring my energy and hopefully that will inspire people to actually try this very simple, effortless, fun thing every Sunday. What is the biggest challenge you're facing right now with, with your goals? Cause I, I like to talk about, yeah. um, you know, no matter where we're at, what level we're at in our businesses, we're all going through challenges just because we've been successful in the past and we, um, you know, have, have seen that success and kind of know the steps to go through. We're still all going through struggles. Yeah. So what might be that for you right now? I, I mean, uh, I face the same. I've been an entrepreneur uh, uh, for nearly a decade and a half. Uh, I built and sold two companies. I helped sell two more after that. In addition to that, believe it or not, like I still have days uh, or moments in days where I'm like, who the hell am I to even try this? Like, wh what the hell? And, and, and then there, there are moments where I'm like, I'm crazy. Like, why am I doing this? This is, this is absurd. Like, how did I even pick this? Um, uh, so th there's that whole bucket of like self-doubt of like, I'm crazy uh, of like people that are like, I don't get the Sunday jitters. I have great Sundays. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm an idiot. Like, why did I even touch this thing? And it's like, you know, so there's that whole bucket of just like self-doubt, anxiety on like, am I on the right path? But then I go back to like the things that I practice and I'm like, no, this makes sense. Like I'm going to go do this, but I still have moments, plenty of moments of weakness. So that's number one. I think number two is, uh, and, and like a lot of entrepreneurs in the audience will resonate with this. You want to, you want it to be great. You want it to be perfect. And so so much like I, I'm constantly like no we got to get the guide like a little bit better and, and once we get this just like a eh, like like it's just missing this thing and it's gonna be perfect and then we'll so there's that like getting myself out of that and like no just like let it roll like even doing podcasts I avoided doing podcasts for the first half of this year because I was just like I just, I'm not ready to talk about it yet like what what happens if like a million people show up and get on Savo.com and like it doesn't I'm like no and then finally I got to like look we got to let it roll, like just let it roll, like, get it out there. But I still like struggle with that. And I think, so the first one is just like self-doubt. The second one is just perfectionism. Uh, I think the third one is um, uh, what like, I think every business owner and someone creating it uh, faces, which is what we do, most of the population on earth cannot do. We take something where there's nothing and then we go create something. And, and it doesn't matter what scale it is. Like go create something that earns a dollar. As soon as you do that, you earn a dollar. Now I know what like most people do. They're like, oh God, it's only a dollar. It's not $10 or you, know, you move the goalpost. 
But at the same time, you got to recognize that very few people can do that. And uh, along that path to just earn that dollar, you're going to meet haters. You're going to meet doubters. You're going to meet people that are like, this is stupid. You're going to meet people that are like, uh, and another thing, you're going to meet people that are like amazing fans and just navigating all of that to get to that click. When you have that click, when you keep like kind of chipping away at it and then all of a sudden, the, the, when, you, when you hit it, it sounds just a little bit different. You hear that chink and you're just like, oh, oh, oh I think we're getting closer. Uh, figuring that out and navigating that and like keeping your calm through that is the third big thing. And you know what? It doesn't matter how many businesses you start and sell and how many, like how far into the game you are. It's hard every time. Every entrepreneur I talked to that went on to start another thing. It's like, oh man, like I'm back in that thing again. Why did I do this? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It'll work. And you're like figuring that out and navigating that is, is hard. It's really hard. But then like, you know, I have entrepreneur friends uh, that hit me up on it. I'm like, oh God, like this is like brutal. And I'm like, well, of course it is. Of course it is. If it was easy, everyone would be billionaires. Like, of course, that's why it's worth it. That's why there's a reward when you get there. So um, those are my three things. Uh, and I, I like, like self-doubt, uh, perfectionism, and just navigating that like, like uh, that Shawshank crawl to get to the promised land of like, no, this is a thing. <laughs> I love all of that. Thank you for like opening up about, about the struggles that you go through. Cause I think it's, it's easy sometimes to pretend that we're good and everything. We have it all together. So um, thank you for being real and like authentic about how, how you deal with things day to day. <laughs> I think we're all there with you though. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a thing like there was a while where when I was building my last business tout up, I just didn't hang out with entrepreneurs. Uh, and the reason for that was, you know, you'd go, there's always these networking things, especially in Silicon Valley. And I love Silicon Valley, but you go to these things and it's like, Hey man, how's it going? It's like, Oh, killing it, killing it. And it's like, how are you doing? I'm like, Oh, killing it. Just killing it. <laughs> so great. Everybody's killing it. No one is killing it. Okay. And like, I think that's like one of the shitty things about being an entrepreneur. Everybody's <laughs> killing it, but they're not really. They're not. <laughs> We're all going through the struggle. <laughs> right. One thing or another. Well, that's awesome. So we already talked about where people can find you get unstoppable.com um, slash YouTube or slash Instagram anywhere else people need to know about. Uh, you can go buy my book on Amazon, how to punch the Sunday jitters in the face. Uh, you just literally just start typing how to punch the Sunday jitters and it'll auto complete for you. You can check it out over there. Um, but yeah, go to get unstoppable.com and do an unstoppable Sunday with me. And uh, it'll be, you will not regret it. It'll be amazing for you. You will go into Monday with a plan. That's awesome. Like that's so powerful. And I'm really excited for you and everyone that comes to you to get that going. Um, so thank you, TK. Do you have any other final thoughts that you wanted to say? Uh, practice Unstoppable Sunday. Everybody needs to plan, but yours needs to be unstoppable. Thank you for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover the show. And have you ever wondered what the secret to a successful funnel is? Are you sick and tired of trying funnels and getting nowhere? Jump on a free 15 minute call with me and I'll give you my number one secret to creating a profitable funnel that converts. Just visit susanleonardson.com forward slash discover and book that call with me.